edition for the Wise Up Podcast. This is your host, Ezra Siddiqui. As a reminder, Wise Up is my platform to educate the Muslim and South Asian community about local Texas and national politics. You can find my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or hear them every Tuesday at 2 p.m. on Radio Azad. You can also follow me on social media such as Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can check out my website, www.wiseuptx.com. Remember everyone, let's become educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Today's segment is called Who, What, Where. And I'll be discussing who else will be on your ballot. Remember, early voting is happening right now. It ends this Friday, and then you have the election day next Tuesday, which is a week from today. And you have several local elections that are on the ballot. So I'll be discussing who those um, elections are and what you need to know about them and how they affect your day-to-day lives. But first, let's start with the news of the week. So with regards to the presidential election, we're one week away and then we don't have to hear about it anymore. Um, We had the release of news from the FBI that they were planning to investigate some more emails um, of Hillary Clinton. And if you recall that they had already done an investigation with regards to her um, server that she had at her house, which she was using while she was Secretary of State and which caused a lot of this drama in the first place. Um, I want to clarify that this is not a reopening of the same case. It is a completely different case. And this case is coming from um, Anthony Weiner, who is the husband of Huma Abedin, who is one of her um, closest advisors. And if you recall, uh, there was a scandal there. The FBI confiscated a lot of his items, and apparently on his computer and electronic devices, there Huma had used them to access um, work emails. And so it seems like that's where a lot of those um, emails are coming from. Uh, this has obviously caused a lot of controversy. You have, you know, one side that's saying that she deserves to be locked up in prison, and then you have the opposing side discussing how she, <clears throat> or how the FBI director did a really bad job in, you know, putting this news out there 10 days before the election, and that it could potentially be illegal because you're swaying an election at this point. And on top of that, the outline he gave to Congress was very vague and so people were saying that or from Hillary's party they were stating that you know he should give more information instead of just keeping it really vague because those people who are undecided voters just going off of that vague statement could have or can take a negative connotation out of it and maybe swing votes in one way or the other. Now you have the FBI director who is a Republican that was appointed by President Obama Comey Um, people are stating that, you know, he felt pressure under the Republican Party and that's why he did it. And then you have other people stating that, oh, um, he had to have let the Congress know that these emails came up. Otherwise it would have been leaked anyways, and it would have looked even worse for the FBI. So there's just a lot of crazy stuff going around, a lot of theories. And I guess we really won't get to the bottom of it until later because they've asked, to get access to those emails through the Justice Department. And once the Justice Department grants that access, then they can start investigating it. So we definitely know it's not going to be resolved in a week's time. So 
if you're still on the fence about voting for Hillary or Donald Trump, just remember that the information that's out there, it isn't very, it's not complete. And so I don't think this should be something that you should really take into account right now. And something for you to think about, according to many news articles, the media has spent more time covering Hillary Clinton's emails than they have been covering her policy issues, like combined. So she's had more coverage on her emails than what her policy issues are to fix America. So I just want you to think about that. And that's why I always reiterate how important it is for you to wise up on your candidates because the media is sitting there feeding you these stories just for you to click and for them to make money and not really putting the real issues that really matter to us in our country first and foremost as the most important issues. So that's just something for you to think about. Also, since early voting began about a week ago, Texas has shattered records across the board in many of the big counties of early um, voter record turnout. And that's phenomenal. And I hope you guys will keep it up and make sure that those of you who haven't voted yet, please make sure you go to the polls. You can go to my website, um, wiseuptx.com and go to the voter info tab and find your information there. And... If you've already voted and you know your friends haven't voted, make sure you get after them to ensure that they vote because Texas has always been a low voter turnout state. So let's change that. You know, we always say everything's bigger in Texas. Let's prove that and let's make sure that our voter turnout continues to be as phenomenal as it already has been. On to some local news within the state. We have... um, Our state government is discussing how they're going to do a child protective services overhaul because there have been hundreds of kids being injured under state care and CPS has not been able to have enough funds to pay their workers to make sure that these kids are safe and they're being well treated for. So this money should be used to help you know, increase the amount of workers that they have and to make sure that there's not as much of a high turnover rate as there has been in the past. I think this is a great use of our state funds and I really hope that in the next upcoming legislative session in January that we really get some comprehensive reform on this issue. Another situation that's gaining a lot of public attention in Texas is um, special needs kids. So the Houston Chronicle had actually published an article stating that Texas was below average in giving proper care to kids with special needs in public schools. And a lot of times, like, they had, like, an 8% cap. And that was the only allotment of money that they would get from the state. And that's what a lot of these school districts started doing. And those kids that needed help, um, they would try and divert them through other means necessary so that they wouldn't have to really enroll them in special ed. And so a lot of this cause a lot of controversy and so now the state legislature is seeing what they can do to try and overhaul this program as well and I'm sure that'll also be coming up in the 2017 legislative session in Texas. All right folks that's the news of the week let's move on to who what where. So besides the presidential ticket, 
you're going to have so many other people on the ballot and it can get overwhelming and you're like, wait, who am I voting for and how does this affect me and why do I care? You should care because a lot of this is affecting local elections and local politics and this is what really affects you on your day-to-day life. So when you're upset about, oh, I don't like my kid's textbook or I don't like what's going on in the roads, I'm always stuck in traffic, for the most part, that's your local Um, politicians deciding that for you. So that's why it's so important for you to take that into account when you're going to the uh, voting polls so that you know who you're voting for and how they're going to help you in your day-to-day lives. So after the presidential race, you're also going to be voting for your um, House of Representatives, and this is in the federal level, so it's the U.S. Congress. And so you may be voting for someone who represents you in the U.S. half of House of Representatives, and what they do is they make and pass federal laws and ensure your district is represented on the federal level, and they can also vote on potential um, foreign policy issues. So many of us in our community have been following the Syria crisis and what's been going on in Iraq and several other situations, and so those are the representatives that you can really speak to about with regards to these situations on how they plan to vote or on, you know, going to war, if they want to increase aid in that area, if they want to increase allowing these refugees to come in. These are the people that are really going to affect those types of policies, along with making sure that federal funding comes into your district as well. Now, just a refresher, just know that the House of Representatives is one of Congress's two chambers, with the other chamber being the Senate. And in Texas, this Senate election is not going to be on this Um, ballot. It'll probably be in two years in 2018. So just know that you'll be voting for the U.S. House of Representatives. Next up on the ballot is your Texas state government. So Texas also has a bicameral legislature just like in the U.S. Congress, which is comprised of the House and Senate. And you will all definitely be voting for your Texas House representative. And some of you may be voting for your Texas senators as well. And that's all dependent upon where you live because the Texas Senate um, are they're, they're staggered, and so that's why they're not all up for election at once. But the Texas House of Representatives definitely is. Now, these people vote on bills that impact your daily lives, and they represent your district on a state level. And some of the bills they voted on in the past and could potentially be voting on in the future that you should be aware about um, is Medicaid expansion under the Affordable Care Act. As many of you all may know that Texas has not uh, expanded Medicaid under Obamacare, So that is something you can bring up with your local representatives. Uh, There have filed anti-Sharia legislation. Actually, this representative who filed that bill is from Plano, Jeff Leach. Um, That's something you can potentially, you know, discuss with him. I know it's only a week away or maybe, you know, vote for the opposing candidate. Um, They're the ones that also passed the open carry bill, the campus carry bill. Uh, They are going to definitely be discussing public school finances and how public schools will be funded. So make sure you, you know, keep an eye out for that. And many, many other issues. So that's why voting for your Texas state government is so important because they go into session January of 2017 and it'll end June 1st of 2017 and they're going to be passing a lot of bills. So that's why it's so important for you to recognize and realize that these people are the ones that are really going to affect your day-to-day lives. 
All right, moving on, we also will be voting for judges. And so for several of you, you'll be able to vote for your Texas Supreme Court judge, your district judge, and for the Criminal Court of Appeals, you may be voting for county judges as well. So judges are the check against the executive and legislative powers. They interpret the laws made and decide if they violate the Texas Constitution. So the Texas Supreme Court is the highest court in Texas with regards to civil matters. And the Texas Criminal Court of Appeals is the highest court with regards to criminal law. So here in Texas, you know, we've kind of divided civil matters in criminal law, whereas the federal court, it doesn't matter. Criminal, civil, they're, they're all up in the, te- in the U.S. Supreme Court. In Texas, it's different. It's separated. And so you'll be able to vote for those judges as well. <coughs> now, what do the elected judges for the Texas Supreme Court weigh in on? They weigh in on matters such as, you know, voter ID laws, public school finance, affirmative action, and many, many more. So that's why it's also very important for you to make sure that, okay, maybe your representative isn't the one that you want, but if they pass bad bills and it goes to court, these judges are the ones that can check that. You know, they're a check against their powers. So that's why it's also very important to read up on your judges as well. With regards to the Criminal Court of Appeals, they weigh in on matters such as overturning death penalty cases, um, mental health issues, and many, many more. Many of you will also be voting, you know, for your district attorneys as well, and these are the ones that um, prosecute cases um, that come up, so that's also important for you to wise up and learn about as well. You may also be voting for your county sheriff, your district sheriff, your constables, so some of the other people to also keep in mind. And then we have the State Board of Education. Now, some of you will be voting for them, you know, depending upon where you live. And they're the ones that set the curriculum standards at your children's school. And they're the ones that also decide the textbooks used in your children's school. So I don't know if you've heard of the controversies that have been arising with the current um, Texas textbooks. There have been a couple about the way certain minorities are portrayed, so that's why it's very important for us to keep an eye out on that and to ensure that we elect people that get on this board and make sure that minorities are included and not put in a negative light in textbooks. Last but not least on this long ballot, your city may have propositions, and they are regarding how your local tax dollars will be spent in your area. So for some of them, they could be transportation bonds, they could be building, you know, a high school football stadium, a baseball stadium. Um, This is how your money will be used. So if you don't like the way your local tax dollars are being used on other things, this is why you make sure you vote in the representatives that you feel will utilize your tax dollars efficiently, but make sure you also vote in those propositions that no or yes, whether you're in agreement with the way your tax dollars will be spent. So I know that this is a lot for you all to research on and it can seem very daunting. It may be a great idea for you to check out my website, www.wiseuptx.com and go to the voter info tab and there you can scroll down to your county whether you're Collin, Denton, Dallas, if you're down in Houston, Harris, Fort Bend, Austin, Travis, and San Antonio Bear County, those counties are covered for you. There you can find your um, sample ballot like who's on the ballot based off of your precinct like where you live. 
You can also find your polling locations, whether it's for early voting or for voting on election day. And finally, you can also find out which of your local newspapers have endorsed your local candidates and read up a little bit more on them. You can also go to vote411.org, which I highly recommend, and type in your address and they'll give you um, what who is on your ballot and they also give side-by-side -side comparisons of how each candidate has answered certain questions. So I highly, highly recommend that because it's very important for you to wise up and learn about your candidates before you go vote on them. And if you don't bother to do that, or if you don't bother to vote when you have the ability to vote, please don't complain, because this is the perfect opportunity for you to get your voice heard. So I really hope you guys get out there and do it. You have until Friday for early voting, and then you have one week from today, it's election day. So I really hope you guys get out there and vote, and make sure you tell all your friends, family, and coworkers to do the same. Oh, and one more area that I forgot to add was a railroad commissioner that is also on your ballot, and they're the ones that also decide how the oil and gas industry is going to be regulated. So if you are someone that's you know against fracking or want more environmental protection in Texas, I definitely hope that you all read up on who all is running for railroad commissioner as well. And, you know, I want to also go back to how the newspapers, you know, have listed out their endorsements. Please know that Wise Up does not fully, you know, agree with all of the endorsements on the newspapers. That's why we sincerely ask you all to make sure that you Wise Up and do your research because a lot of the times um, the newspapers are skewed either heavily Republican or heavily Democratic. So that's something to think about. And one last note. Um, I'm not for um, one party ticket down ballot races. I think it's very important for you to recognize and realize that both parties in the local elections have very, very great and well thought out candidates. I've already voted and I didn't vote straight ticket. I voted for some Republicans and I voted for some Democrats because while I may not like how Donald Trump is, I do recognize that um, some people within the Republican Party are very well qualified to do the job that they're doing. So just please make sure that you also recognize that both parties um, can do a great job. It's that you need to learn about them and recognize the work that they're trying to do. All right, folks, that's the segment for today. And I hope you guys will get out there and vote. I also want to wish many of my listeners who are celebrating Diwali, a very happy Diwali. I hope this year brings you light, joy, and happiness. And I hope you all eat a ton of matai in my honor because in Austin I have a lot of difficulty finding matai, so please, please eat some for me. <laughs> and now that you all know the positions that are up for election, I hope you all will wise up and read about your candidates and do your own research. And don't forget to check me out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and check out my website, www.wiseuptx.com. And remember, everyone, let's become educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Until next time.